Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find the full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music. Welcome to the Country Music Talk podcast. I'm Jenny Longdon and we're back at the Long Road Festival for this episode where I caught up backstage with Seaforth. We discussed growing up in Australia and then the move to Nashville, how all that went, uh, new music and um, what it's been like working with the same person for about 10 years. This is the Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. It's Jenny Longdon on Absolute Radio Country at the Long Road Festival and Seaforth are my guest, a.k.a. Mitch Thompson and Tom Jordan. Hello, Seaforth. G'day, how are you? So this was meant to be a little bit of a busier week for you, wasn't it, with uh, Chris Young? <laughs> it's been a very interesting few days. Uh, we literally landed in London and we had uh, two days of rehearsal with a brand new band of players over here. Got the set feeling great. And then we were meant to drive to Glasgow the next day, but we got a text that night saying that Chris had to cancel the whole tour of shows uh, due to COVID in the band. And so then we literally had, I mean, the Long Road Festival still. And then we're like, well, we're going to be here for like, two and a half weeks like let's try and figure something out so we pivoted and uh now brandy clark is having us out for a couple of shows next she's uh, incredible this week, which is amazing like and last minute we've kind of managed to swindle some things together which is exciting but yeah it's been it's been eventful oh my goodness brandy saved the day i know she, she literally saved our life we were, yeah. i mean we were gonna have a few nights just crying ourselves to sleep and and just bear with it, which is which happens usually yeah. anyway. <laughs> Mitch is used to that. Um, but no, she she saved us, so we're yeah. gonna have two shows with. We her, started building the Brandy great. Clark Shrine in the hotel <laughs> yeah. room, like you know, it's just like you know. Absolutely, you should yeah. probably get her name tattooed on. Yeah, yeah. I so I, I already did. I can't show you guys. But. <laughs> <laughs> so two shows with Brandy Clark. Yeah, we're yeah, playing on shows. the thirty-first of August in uh, Manchester. London. Oh no, in London. London, yeah. And then on the first in uh, Manchester. Yeah. Amazing. So I excited. Can't wait. And how does it feel to be at the Long Road now? So Amazing. pumped. Yeah, we've been so looking forward pumped. to this. We've been looking forward to it for months, and uh, we've had a bunch of people message us about it. I feel like everyone's really excited about this festival, and it looks great. I mean, this is like where we are right now with the, what did you even call that? Like house a manor? back there. Like, like a, a stately home? Stately home. It's like the most like UK, like British thing I've ever seen. I I'm, felt I immediately like I was on like a British uh, gardening show or something, <laughs> walking through the garden. I was like, I'm doing like a potting class or something it's like incredible. that. It's incredible. It's nice because it's so quintessentially English and British, isn't it? But right. a incredible. little taste of America, is it? You could be in a part of America right now. Right. Driving right. through the countryside and I was like, it looks just the same. It's beautiful out here though, like genuinely. So but you guys, obviously, because you're Australian. Yeah. Huh? Yes. Uh, if you can't tell from your accent. Yeah, yeah. And Seaforth is actually where you're from, isn't it? We grew up in a suburb in Sydney called Seaforth. We went to Seaforth preschool together when we were three years old, um, which is, I guess, a long time to hate somebody, but we've, uh, we've, we've, we get through it. We get through it. A fist fight every morning and then, and then call it, call it truce. No, uh, but we're literally best mates brothers at this point and, um, moved to Nashville about five years ago and been making music and everything. Tell me about that move. Cause I would mm. say, you know what, like bucket list of places to yeah. live, Australia. Mm-hmm. And Nashville. Right. And, and oh. you've kind of done them both. So how was the transition to Nashville? I mean, it was a big swim, but um, <laughs> apart from that, no. Uh, honestly, we, we were making trips out for a couple of years before we moved, and I felt like we'd build up a nice friend circle of people in the industry, and we'd, I don't know, stay for like a month at a time leading up to our move. So by the time we actually moved and signed a deal, it kind of felt like a 
seamless transition. It felt like it was already kind of our second home at that point. Yeah. But um, it, it was amazing. Like we would always, we were just so inspired every time we'd go there and making music and that was kind of all we'd do there. So yeah. by the time we moved, we were straight into making a record and, and playing shows. So yeah. it, it didn't feel it is it like is we different. out of water. It's different culturally for sure. But I feel like, like Mitch says, we were kind of used to it. But then like living there for like five years now, like I'll be on FaceTime to like my parents at home and I'll be like, oh, sorry, I just got to go to the gas station. I'll call you back. And they're like, oh, gas station. Oh, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, you know, picking up these different things. And like the first couple of days we were here, I literally had like five people tell me I sounded American. And I was like, ah. Yeah, Tom loses the accent a little it, bit. It, it wavers depending on who I'm around. So I might start talking with like a British accent. Do we, we still sound Australian to you? Or is very. It? Very. Very. Right, very. Even me? Thank you. Can you do a British accent? He can. Oh, well, I, I'm doing. When you get put on the spot, it's in never. A, in a British accent, can you say this is absolute radio country? Uh, this is absolute radio country. Still Australian. Not bad. Very, very. Really? Not really? bad. That was oh, terrible. Wait, well, hold on. Oh, mate, this is me... absolute radio country. Well, it depends because. <laughs> all right, me. you guys have like a lot of different like dialects. Yes. And so I, I don't even know what I'm doing right now, but this is kind of, I guess, my attempt. But I also don't want to like offend anyone because I feel like it's quite offensive. Sure. Yeah. You're like, yeah, it is. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> no. You, you should, no, no, no. Stop. Stop. So going from Australia to Nashville, did that influence your songwriting? Did your style mm. change at all? How how was that? Yeah, absolutely. I, so. I mean, Nashville is just like a melting pot of so many talented people, and, and Tom and I in Australia were basically just writing with each other and producing music. First trip to Nashville, we're like surrounded by hundreds of people that are better than you so it, it like inspires you kind of just have to get better you know what I mean mm. and we learn a lot about songwriting about recording like the recording process and I think we d have definitely grown so much over I mean each year we I feel like we've made a progression yeah and totally we can go back and listen to our first demos now and be like yikes wow. yeah but I think songs that we thought were like it the and ones, now like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. okay but yeah I think having our like Australian influence uh, kind of has given us a point of difference as far as like our ideas and our kind of tendencies and stuff when writing and making music but definitely like Nashville has taught us like more than I think we even realize you know yeah five yeah. years in Nashville you say you've got a close friend circle mm -hmm. now yeah have you worked with some any like very memorable artists or producers yeah, yeah. for sure I mean we we're at the point where it's really it's a small circle when you sort of get into it you know what I mean yeah. and like it's a very supportive town and so we have a lot of like artist friends that have taken like great care of us on the road mm. um, I mean we have a couple so we have a song with Jordan Davis we have a song with Mitchell Tenpenny like they're buddies of ours uh, Brett Young has been great to us like I don't know like there's a lot of people around and um, yeah and we worked with this producer Dan Huff on our first EP who is responsible for like all of the country music that I guess like inspired us in discovering it you know like Keith, early Keith Urban stuff and um, uh, Hunter Hayes and like all, like I mean but he's worked with absolutely everyone and mm. so yeah we've been very very lucky to like work with the people that we have it's pretty Amazing. cool yeah we do have a song with uh, Sean Kingston on our new EP <laughs> yeah. which is bizarre but it happened oh wow so let's <laughs> talk about your new EP yeah um, favourite songs on there any standout tracks for you nothing stands out it's all kind of boring and <laughs> not pretty worth bland. no uh, I mean I'm, it's, it's tough because we're so proud of all of it it's like they're all our babies but um, there's a song on there Dr. Phil if you're up to after something a little different we wrote a song called Dr. Phil at 8am one day in like two hours mm -hmm. um, 
and I love that. It's yeah. a complete change of pace, but the, uh, there's also a song used to it on there that I, that I love. It's actually one of the older ones on the record that we kind of forgot about and then rediscovered as we were picking songs for this and yeah. like this needs a home on here. But Yeah, totally. So it's called What I Get For Loving You. Yes. Uh, yes. Where did you record it? Was it Nashville? Yeah, in Nashville. Um, I actually produced the EP, like we, because in like, after we came to C2C in 2020 and then had to go home and we kind of like everything happened with the pandemic and stuff, we just kind of stopped for a while mm-hmm. and got back on the horse, but just started doing it ourselves because we had no other choice because everything was still kind of shut down. And so we've ended up just like self-producing everything and uh, writing a lot of these new songs in like because of that. Um, so I guess, yeah, a lot of it was just made like at home and like really finessed at home, which is special because I guess it's allowed us to really like dial in exactly what we want our new sound to sound like. And I feel like this is the most like honest, like genuine version of us that we've put out so far because it literally is like us. You know what I mean? I love that. Yeah. So we're in for a treat. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> well, we might hate it. Who knows? You just mentioned C2C. How was that? Unreal. Unbelievable. So, yeah. So freaking good because I mean, yeah, we got cancelled early in 2020. We we landed in, we played in Berlin, which was amazing. Landed in London, had to fly straight out the next morning as our management called us and said, the world's going to, yeah. it's bad. Well, okay. <laughs> Two years later, a year later? Two years later. Two years yeah. later, we came back, uh, oh yeah, March this year and it was yeah. amazing. Like we, yeah. we've always wanted to come and play the UK as frequently as possible and that was our yeah. first chance to really do it and the audience here was unlike anywhere else yeah. and we, yeah, we just fell in love yeah, we here, definitely so feel a connection like. with with the people and, and the yeah. fans and everyone over here. I mean, we sure. are your original convicts, so <laughs> it, it goes back a long way. And yes. uh, we just—it's good to be out of prison. No, <laughs> I bet it is freedom. Um, what is it about UK fans? Is it? I bet they know all the songs, all the words. Is it that sort Which of thing? Is, that was so surprising because we, we played yeah. one of the out, the outdoor stages and we had people holding up a sign uh, requesting songs from our first EP in 2017 and I was right. like I didn't even know any of our music made it over here right yeah <laughs> but I there's think an attentiveness yeah people really care about the music here like like they care about the stories behind the yeah. songs and the lyrics and like I feel like yeah we just have like an affinity with you guys like being Australian we get the humor we get like you know I feel like there's just definitely a connection and we were blown away at C to C by like how our music was I guess received and like we just can't wait to continue to like build over here and keep coming back because we we love it like out here a lot we are super fans super fans do you have a message for your UK fans thank you and get in (laughs) there you go C4 thanks so much for talking to us today on Absolute Radio Country thank you very much so welcome the Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country an in-depth look behind the scenes at the world of country music Thank you so much for joining me backstage at the Long Road Festival for this special edition of the Country Music Talk podcast. Please like, share and subscribe and we'll see you next time. Keep it country. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters and we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. 